Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. Is Lit Sis not fulfilling your weekly book-related needs? <gasps> I know. How dare you. So sad. If you're like Haley and I, then you love books, which means you love to read. And then sometimes podcasts are great, but it's not as great as reading. And if you want to be on the in with the people who you're listening to, aka us, us. you can reference our bookstagrams. At Maddie Reads a Lot is mine. And at Brook and Binding is mine. Or if you really want to know in-depth reviews, you can go to Haley's WordPress, which is brookandbinding.wordpress.com. Where I reference all the books that I personally read or talk about, my rating, the synopsis of the book, and why I gave it the stars that I did. But if you like to read but not that much, you can go to Maddie Reads a Lot, where I write one little sentence about the book that I read and a small rating. And... Also, keep enjoying LitSys. Yes, and share LitSys, share our bookstagrams, and just share the book love. Happy Friday, LitSisners. Happy Friday. And happy almost Valentine's Day. And in lieu of the holiday, we have decided to do a little bit of a Valentine's episode. Yeah, Valentine's seems, I don't think we've done that before. Well, what we did last year, I think, was we talked about, like, or maybe the year before, we talked about, like, some of our favorite literary couples. Oh, yes, we have. Mad, since this is your first year, like, last year, you kind of got into rom-coms, as in, like, books with romantic comedy Romantic, like, books that have cartoon cartoon characters on the cover. So, I thought I would go through a list that Biblio Lifestyle has um, given of 12, some of the, um, they lift off 12, but 12 romantic romance novels to read on Valentine's Day. And I know we've talked about them before, but you guys should definitely subscribe to their emails and check out their website, Biblio Lifestyle, all one word, B-I-B-L-I-O Lifestyle. And I saw this article and I thought, oh my goodness, this would be so fun. So Maddie does not know Bless you. Excuse me. <laughs> Maddie is, does not know what these books are called, what they're about, or what they look like. And so I thought it'd be kind of a fun game for me to read the description of the book. Do you want me to give you the title of the book too or just a description? Just a description. Just a description. And then I'm going to tell her the title. And then I'm going to show her the cover. And each of those stages, I want to see if she would say yes or no to yes being to the in, dress yes to the dress yes to the book if she would want to read it. if it sounded interesting because i think a lot of times we do judge books by their covers 100 percent. so i think being able to especially since this is a genre she's just now kind of getting into i think it'd be fun to see if any of these are tickling her fancy and then she oh, she's fans. like prepping she's, she's so like tickled. prepping herself like cracking her knuckles getting ready for this is like game on <laughs> My Olympics. Uh, exciting. So, yeah, so speaking of Olympics, that was like the first rom-com last year that you allowed yourself to read with cartoon people. That's true. And you really liked it. And so I thought... You haven't read that book, have you? Yeah, I read it. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah, good. That's Head good. over heels. Very good. So, without further ado, are you ready for this game? I'm prepared. So there's three stages. Yes, the description. The description. The title. The title. Then the cover. Then the cover. And you're going to say yes or no to, okay. to those. Okay. All right, 
Here we go. I'm ready. And you guys can play along as well. Although you can have to Google the cover. <laughs> Not true. But don't do it if you're driving. All right. So this says... We're on a skateboard. When Dimple Met Rishi, which is like a book title, okay. meets Ugly Delicious. So it's comparing two books that you've okay. probably never heard of. I have heard of the Dimple and Rishi one. Okay. In this funny, smart, romantic comedy in which two Vietnamese-American teens fall in love and must navigate their newfound relationship and their family's age-old feud about their competing neighboring restaurants. Oh. Yeah, so this foodie, Vietnamese, you love cultural I things. I love cultural things. Um, I think based on that description, I feel like it's giving me kind of like a Romeo and Juliet vibe. Mm-hmm. And I am a sucker for a classic Shakespeare. So I think based on the description, I would read it. All right. Do you want to know what the title is? Give me the title. A Faux Love Story. Oh my gosh. Technically, it's Faux. <laughs> a Faux Love Story. A Faux Love Story. Um, the, the title, the cheesy title does take it down a notch. Are you ready to see the cover? Yes. I think this is going to maybe not do it for you. So the cover okay. has two cartoon characters who are obviously look Vietnamese. They have matching similar color schemes. They're each one. The girl is carrying a plate of some food yeah. and he's got some like vegetables. It looks like and they're kind of side eye looking at each other, checking each other out. Um, but they have two different aprons on. One is white and one is red. So Ooh. it shows that they're not from the same place. You know, the cover actually makes me more intrigued. Oh, really? Because I think be- because they're drawn. Yeah, they're drawn. They're, they're not cartoons. They're drawn. They're not cartoons. I mean, as, in cartoon, like, as in like digital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done. So like, mm-hmm. it's not like a painted look. They actually have like features and like it looks like they were hand drawn. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of detail to them. They actually look older than I'm expecting. Mm, yeah. So like. Maybe they're more like young adults instead of like I said teens. So. Teens? Are they I mean, teens? Yeah, it said two young teens. I bet they're probably like 18, 19. Yeah, something like that. I'd be more interested in that versus if they were 16. Mm-hmm. So I think I'd have to do like a little bit more digging to see if I would enjoy it or not. But based on the cover, it looks actually a little cuter than I'm All expecting. Right. But the title doesn't always, doesn't really do it for me. Now you know you can always write some of these down if you want to that come is back true. to them. Okay, here we go. The next one is called The Loves... Oh, that one is um, by Lone Lee. Don't say the title of this one. I won't. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. You the next one... Yes. Okay, so this next book... And I'll, we'll go quick for you guys. We won't, we won't drag it out. But it says this. She's single, but it can still be complicated. Dot, dot, dot. Penny Bridge has always been unlucky in love, so she can't believe it when she meets a remarkable new man followed by another, and then another, and all of them want to date her. Penny has to choose between three, but are any of them the one? Oh, well, sounds like me a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the description. What do you think about that? I think because I relate to it, I would read it. Okay, cool. And then the title is The Love Square. <laughs> These titles are not <laughs> eyes i can't even you guys i wish you could see her she's rolling her eyes at all of these titles all right and then do you want it? so the title you probably say no but title no okay and then here is the cover so it's got three characters the girl in the bottom and oh actually there's four it does create a square mm-hmm. there's the girl at the bottom and then the square goes in like a di- diamond shape and the boys are in each of the 
corners. So she's like at home base. She's at home base, yep. And it's by Laura Jane Williams. So what do you think? These these characters are like painted. They look like a painting. They do. They don't have faces. They're not super detailed. I will say that it does not. I think the title doesn't do it for me. The cover is neutral. Mm-hmm. But I like the description, so I think if I read the description, I mean, based on all that stuff, I would still read it. However, I will say, mm-hmm. the whole phrase, like, love triangle slash love square, yeah. kind of irks me because it implies that each person in the relationship in the square or triangle is interested in each other. Yeah. Versus you need to do, like, a... It, it's not... It's, it's, it's only usually one way, like, two guys to a girl. It would only be, like, a true love triangle if the boys were also interested in each other. Mm-hmm. And the girl is interested in both boys. That's a true love triangle. So that is I'm true. I'm being a little picky, but I would still probably give it a go if it got really good reviews. All right. So here we go. This next one is called Much Ado About... Oh, I just you gave you the title. <laughs> Crap. Well, I'll just give you the finish the title for you. Just... Much, much Ado About You. It's better. Okay. It's not that bad. Here's our description. You gotta stop saying the titles. I gotta stop. Okay. At 33 years old, Evangeline Starling's life in Chicago is missing that special something. And when she's passed over for a promotion at work, she realizes she needs to make a change. Some time away to regain perspective might just be the thing. In a burst of impulsivity, she plans a holiday in a quaint English village. The holiday package comes with a temporary position at Much Ado About Books, the bookstore located beneath her rental apartment. There's no better dream vacation for the bookish Evie, a lifelong Shakespeare lover. Not only is Evie swept up in running the delightful store, but as soon as she arrives, she's drawn into the lives, loves, and drama of the friendly villagers, including Roan Robson, the charismatic and sexy farmer who attempts Evie every day with his friendly flirtations. I Can she say, deny the connection? Okay. I won't read the rest of it. I will say, I would read it purely because of the book aspect. I, yeah. But then when you brought in the romantic thing, I was like, mm. Well, you gotta think, these are rom-coms, remember? Mm-hmm. So, she's, so if you're wanting just a straight-up book, Read the bookish life life of Nina Hill. I know, that's I really know. good. I just need more books like that. I know. But I, I would read it though, just because of the book aspect. Okay, and then title "Much Ado About You." That's that's a play on a Much Shakespeare. Ado about nothing. Exactly. Yes. And then it is by. Fun Sam- fact: I've been to Shakespeare's uh, birthplace. That's very cool. I'm awesome. And then it's all. This is by Samantha Young. And okay, so what do you say? Description. Would you description? Read? Yes. Title. Yes. Okay, and then this is the cover. So it is more graphic designed. Um, the girl. girl is holding a ton of books. There's a dog. This guy is, has his back to the The butt front. is not working for yeah, me. You his see, butt yeah. does not work. His waist is too skinny. It's, he does look kind of weird. Proportionally But the odd. dog is cute. I will say this is not the best artistically yeah. done cartoon cover ever. But the actual aspect of it, of her holding the books in the dog, I think if this was done better... I would be more okay. attracted to it, mm-hmm. but I think the actual like way it's drawn is not my favorite. Okay, but overall, I think this is the best sounding book. Okay, wow, all right. So we're slowly getting better and better. And okay. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the ones where I'm just like, eh, no. Okay, so this next one, I'm not going to tell you what what it's called. Thank you. Mm-hmm. As a certified professional organizer, everything in Paige Parker's world is as it should be: perfect apartment, perfect office, perfect life. Now the perfect vacation plan to honor Singles Day. After all, what's better than celebrating her pride in being single? Because who needs a man anyway? 
I think we can guess kind of where this is going. But as the owner of a now dormant bed and breakfast, Lucas Croft's life is simple and quiet. It's only him and his five-year-old daughter, which is just the way he likes it. Because who needs a woman anyway? Mm, but when Paige books a room that Lucas' well-intentioned sister listed without his knowledge, their two worlds collide. If they can survive the wee together, they just might discover exactly what they've been both missing. Okay, so this is like a play on the um, trapped in a room trope, mm. which is so much better than this. And this sounds so cheesy, and it sounds like a stupid Nicholas Sparks novel, which I know Both you of them enjoy. don't even want a relationship, so they might oh not my. even get in a relationship. They are. <laughs> um, this is the first description to me that just makes me... I literally, when you were like, she's a professional organizer, I was like, how the frick are you a professional organizer? <laughs> hey, have you never seen those shows on Hulu? They're legit. Like Marie Kondo things? Yeah, and there's a few other ones I out know, there. I know, but I, I can't... No, I can't. That does not sound good to me. Well... This book sounds stupid. Okay. So, description, no. The title, you ready? I'm scared. Happy Singles Day. <laughs> okay. And here is the cover. Oh my gosh, it's even worse. This is a, this is so much worse. So, it has Happy Singles Day in big letters of the cover... Very tanned man and girl. He's like leaning up against a sign. against a sign. Again, his waist is too small for the breadth of his shoulders. Yes. We also have a nice lake house in the back. A cute little dog. And this girl has a cute little outfit on. She looks so happy. She got ripped jeans. Yeah. And this is by Anne Marie She's got her like arms up in the air. Mm -hmm. She like looks very happy. He looks very mysterious. And I just want to say, authors and cover artists, like I don't think these are that bad. But because Maddie is new to this world, she's going to be a little more I'm not, apprehensive. What's her name? Anne-Marie Walker? Uh-huh. Anne-Marie, I'm sure that your book is good. I, I mean, it got published. Yeah. You know? And I'm sure that you love the cover, and I'm sure you love everything about it. It is not my cup of tea, and this is just me coming from it blindly. Yeah. So, maybe one day I will read it. Maybe one day. Maybe one day, you know? As I get older, maybe I'll just really love romance novels, but right now, in my time... It just sounds a little too cheesy for me. All right. Okay, so we have a few more. Are you doing okay so far? I'm doing okay. I'm not vomiting yet. Good, good, good. Okay, so this one, some of these have fairly good little one-liners, and some of them I feel like I need to do more of the actual synopsis, but this one is a one-liner I think you might be able to pick up on. Okay. A witty, clever, and swoon-worthy novel following a workaholic marketing manager who is forced to go on a cruise with her arch nemesis when they're up for the same promotion. And see, that's the that's a better way to do like trapped in a place together. Yeah, trope. yeah, yeah. That's a better way. I think so too. And I, I, I'm assuming that the other person is a male because yes. there's a male on the cover. I'm not okay. trying to give that away. A guy and a girl on a cover. Okay. Um. So you're intrigued by this title I am or this, I, by I this am, description? I am more intrigued by it. Okay. And this title is called Shipped. Okay, that's better. That's fine. Okay. And then here is the cover. It's cute because a, uh, it's a pun on shipping, mm-hmm. and then also on a cruise ship. Okay. I don't mind this cover. It's Yeah, it, it's very funly created. It looks... It is purposefully it not supposed like, to be very clean. Yeah, it's kind of like crayon. Crayon or like... Um, like um, or like, you know, on like... This is going to sound bad, but like on... What is it? The paint app? Yeah, on like Word. Yes. Or like a long time ago, Microsoft Word. Where had yeah, like Microsoft paint. paint. Yes. And you can like make like brush uh-huh. strokes. Yeah, it looks They're like not that. always entirely yeah, it clean. Looks very, yeah, it looks, it looks really nice. Kind of like chalkboardy. Yeah, there you go. It's like a chalkboard and kind of style. You don't see their, the people's faces, but there's a girl in a life preserver and the guy is pulling her in the water and she's got her phone and her floppy hat and 
she just looks kind of like she does not want to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is by Angie Hockman. So you would be interested. I would, in I, I would be interested in all three accounts. Wow, yay. Okay, I feel so excited because we are slowly getting more positive. Okay. This doesn't mean that I'm going to read them. I'm just okay. saying if I, I have to choose. I understand. Okay, here we go. Next one. Zoe Frixos, I think is how Frixos? Anyway, Zoe Frixos gets the whole love song thing. Truly, she does. As an editor at a major music magazine in London, as part of her job description. But love, let's just say Zoe's been a bit offbeat in that department. Is it Zoe or Zoe? There's Z-O. Oh. <laughs> After falling hard for her best friend Simon at 13 and missing every chance to tell her. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And missing every chance to tell him how she felt before he left town, Zoe came to one great conclusion. Love stinks. Here we go. 20 years later, Simon is returning to London, newly single and as charming as ever, and Zoe vows to take her second chance. But she's got other problems now. Um, okay. Nick, the arrogant publicist who's determined to stop this. Okay. Okay. So let me, I'll just tell you. She's got another problems. In order to save her magazine from closure, she has to land the biggest interview of her career with a notoriously elusive rock idol. There's just one problem. Nick, the arrogant publicist who seems determined to stop the story and ruin Zoe's life. And apparently there's a big fat Greek wedding on the horizon. She begins to wonder if her first love is the right love. Um, gets a point docked for the use of the name Zoe. <laughs> It gets a point in docked for um there, it, love. it includes includes childhood friends, love triangles, enemies to lovers, and my big fat Greek wedding okay, subplot. L- loses a point for the big fat Greek wedding subplot. Okay, that's not a subplot, that's a whole story. Um loses a point for being in love with someone at thirteen and letting that hold you back for twenty years. Yeah, that's kinda crazy. I would not read it based on the description. Okay. As someone who felt like she was in love with someone when she was like in elementary school and held on to that for far too long. You don't know love when you're 13. No, you don't. So, sorry, Zoe. That, that's not good. Okay. Move on with your life. All right. The title. Do you want to know the title? Yeah. Love Songs for Skeptics. You know, I hate songs <laughs> in books. <laughs> and the little script. And sometimes love is a little offbeat. <laughs> oh, my God. But Jones. Beth O'Leary and Christina Lauren both read it, and they really enjoyed it. So well, here's the cover. I hope it influence their future writing. Love Songs for Skeptics. Is by Christina Pichiris. See, here, if I looked at the cover, I think I'd be interested in the cover. Okay. But the, the title is not my favorite, and the description is not my the, favorite. The, the title is written in, like, a, like, um, Again, calligraphy, like, a, like yeah. a paint scro- stroked, and then in the background is some music. Um, music notes in the shape of a heart. In the shape of a heart, and a guy on a phone. And a and girl. And a girl listening to some music on her iPo- iPhone or iPad or something like that. Yeah, so the cover is not terribly bad, but the title's not my favorite, and the description is very much not my favorite. Okay, so that's a no-go. That is a no-go for me. All right, well, Which hopefully. I, I, I want to preface everyone by saying, out of Haley and I, the person who likes romance in general more is, is me. Yeah. I'm a very romantic person. I've always been very romantic. Haley's very much like a, like a, like, you try and hug her and she pushes you away. Um... <laughs> Uh, and I'm very much like a cuddly, like lovey person, like always telling everyone how much I love them. But for some reason, it, I can't read romance books. Yeah, maybe it's because you get too much of it in your other life well, parts, think, and so then you're like, Man. I think my own love for people is so genuine. Well, okay, so then you feel like these books are disingenuous. Not no, but 
like they're cheesy. Yeah, but sometimes those are fun. So, so, sometimes they are fun. Be treated was fun. Okay, so here we go. We have we're halfway through. Okay. What is your rating overall so far? Like, how are you feeling so far about? I'm feeling movies? generally optimistic. Okay, good, yeah. good, good, good. Good job, Biblio Lifestyle. Yeah, good. You job, are good trying job. to. I'm feeling better, and I haven't heard of any of these books, which is good. Yeah, me, me neither. Okay, so here we go. Next one. What happens when your love life becomes the talk of the town? Ooh, gossip. As birthdays go, this year's for, this year's for radio producer Everly Dean hit rock bottom. Worse than the tonsillectomy birthday. Worse than the birthday her parents decided to split the first time. But catching your boyfriend cheating on you with his assistant? Even cliches sting. Suddenly, people are lining up to date her bachelorette style. Fans are voting. Reminder, never leave house again. And her interesting Chris might be a two-way street. I'm intrigued by it. Okay. I will say I enjoy the fact that there's things like the tonsillectomy birthday. Yes. The writing sounds humorous. It sounds humorous and it sounds like something that I will have, I have read at some point where you well, like overemphasize things in your yeah. past by giving it capitalized letters. Well, Helen Huang, who <laughs> wrote The Kiss Quotient and yeah. The Bride Test, she reviewed it and she said a wholesome slow burn romance. This Ooh. is a Hallmark movie in a book form. See, I don't like Hallmark movies, but I like the slow burn yeah. idea. All right, and so the t- the title is called Ten Rules for Faking It. It's by Sophia Sullivan. Okay, not a oh, bad Sophie. title. Oh, Sophie. Sophie Sullivan. Not a bad title. All right, and then here we go. Cover. All right, so she is, is she writing on the word? She looks like she's writing on the word as in it's like um, maybe like a, a chalkboard or a board of some sort. Yeah. Because she's, she's trying to, um, I think she's trying to, fans are voting for who she's to to go out on dates with and so she's keeping track of everything Ah, okay i I will say that the cover is confusing yeah i will say i don't like the cover okay but i don't mind the title and i don't mind the description okay so don't judge a book by its cover then that's a perfect example all right next one think yeah this one's good okay this is a short description again captain ava cap has been flying from her past for a decade she'd much rather leave it and her home state behind forever but when she finds herself back in minnesota against her better judgment everything goes sideways in a way she never expected it to i'll take it i i don't mind people going back to their hometowns okay the title is called truth lies and second dates by Mary Janice Davidson. Okay, title's not bad either. Okay, and then here is your cover. You've got a plane in the bottom corner with um, pilot and a co-pilot, it looks like, but no faces. And then the words kind of look like they're, they're made clouds. Of clouds. Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of like a jet stream that's kind of twirling around on the cover. You know, I'm, I'm actually all for three on this one. Wow! Oh, that's and exciting. The, yeah, the cover is not bad, the title's not bad, and the description sounds pretty good. All right. It leaves enough to be interested. Like, huh. Yeah. Because you don't know what's going to happen when yeah. she goes back. Exactly. Not too much that you're like, oh, I think I know exactly how this book's going to go. Yes. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Man, I feel like we are, we are, this is, this is encouraging to me. Right. Thank Cause you. Because I feel like you would just be like, meh. <laughs> no. I don't like this. Ow. Now. <laughs> <laughs> all right one daring to do <laughs> oh my word one daring to-do list in a crash course in flirtation turns a type a overachievers world upside down naya has two options she can protect her professional reputation and return to her old life 
or she can flirt with the unknown and stay with the person who makes her life feel like she's finally living again. I'll take it. Okay. If it, it, it feels general enough to again it's be open pretty, to your pretty vague. If you want, I can give you some more detail. No, I think the more detail turns me off. Okay. All right. Then we have the title: How to Fail at Flirting. Okay, that's not bad. By Denise Williams, and this is your cover. Very cool okay. tones. Okay. So girl looks like she's at maybe a bar or something. Yeah. A guy is sitting at the bar. He's got red hair and she's on a stool. Walking towards him. Yeah, you can't see their faces. But she's mm-hmm. got some sunglasses in her hand, mm-hmm. and the title is between them. Yeah. So kind of seems like it's about um, like this girl who wants to just kind of. She wants to be like other people because she's very type A. It seems like she's mm-hmm. probably like a really. Maybe a little uptight as a type A person. I feel like I can say that. Yeah, so so she's like, trying so to like stay with how I have like to yeah. do things, or do I mix it up? So do she's I trying try to mix things up, but you can tell that she might not just. She's probably not going to lose her true self because it literally says how to feel at flirting, and then it says a novel with a checkbox by it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty. The cute one thing though, it's type A. I don't really see her just one arm slinging her backpack purse. You know, I like, I can see that. <laughs> I will also say that like her hair color and her outfit in general does not give me the vibe that she's a type A person. It feels like very, the, like, Yeah, I don't know. Something funky. about her. Yeah. But, you know, I wonder if this is her attempting to be unique. Yeah, and she normally yeah. doesn't dress like so with a So that kind of makes jacket. you wonder, is she gonna... Is she, she trying to change up not just she better her not flirting? Change is she changing be. who she is? Look okay. at me. I'm the Okay, this is just, like, a romance stuff came from Greece. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't like Greece either. <laughs> okay. There's the gagging. <laughs> That's exactly what mom this sounds is, like. This is, this is probably the shortest description I'm giving you, okay? Okay, cool. Pennywise or pound foolish, a heartbroken young Brit decides to turn his love life over to the flip of a coin in this delightfully British rom-com. I'll read it. That sounds cute. I also like the fact that the main character's a dude. Me too. Boy <laughs> main character. And you've got a male author. His name's James Bailey. Oh, fine. And he's British. And... This is really fun. Flip of the coin. I will always root for the underdog. Like, if you're a dude that, ne- that uh, dudes don't write romance novels very much, I'm going to root for you. Yeah. This is called The Flip Side. Okay. A little cheesy, mm-hmm. but not terrible. Okay. And then here's your cover. So it is blue <laughs> with yellow. Shoot. Blue with yellow it's writing. It's teal okay, with bright sh- yellow writing. <laughs> And then you got your your uh, yep. You got the coin being flipped in the air. He's he's carrying the a coin bunny rabbit. Has like a twist, like a like a loop de loop. Yes. Um. <laughs> you've got uh, a bunny rabbit. You've got so it looks like a box of moving things. Maybe from his his ears got a lot of detail. Maybe from like his like office or maybe an old love that he used to have stuff at person's house and then there's a girl in the background with a yellow coat who's kind of side-eyeing him like huh kind of judging him not sure what he's up to again i feel like his waist is really small so description yes description yes title and cover no all right but mostly because i feel like the cover is trying to make it look like see i'm so quirky see i got a bunny rabbit see i've got a coin (laughs) My ears are really highly defined. Yeah, it's interesting. There's a mysterious girl. So cover is not my favorite. But hey, yeah. but James Bailey, she would read it. I, I would read it. Okay, so our next one, I'm going to give you a little bit more description because I think on their website it was just like one line. Okay. So here we go. For almost a decade. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> For almost a decade, successful 37-year-old Samira Broderick has used her bustling LA practice as an excuse to avoid a trip home to Australia. She still resents her meddling Indian mother for arranging her marriage to a man she didn't who didn't stick around when the going got tough. But now with a new job down under, she's finally ready to reconnect with her. And while she's there, a hot international fling might just be what she needs to get out of her recent funk. So she doesn't want to leave her LA practice, but suddenly now she's just moving to Australia? <laughs> she used it as an excuse to not go home. Okay, but, but like, now that she has but now opportunity, she has opportunity, she's going to go home and try to reconnect that was with her family. To me. It's not like she's like, I'm never going home. LA. Oh, new job? And I should share. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I, here we go. Okay. The, the, the description itself is not bad. Like I said, I like when people reconnect with their home. Mm-hmm. And Australia. And Australia. That's fun. Big fan. So this is called The Boy Toy by Nicola Marsh. Bad title. <laughs> and it is, it calls it, um, heartwarming and steamy new romantic comedy. I don't like the word steamy. Yeah. Okay. And then here, she, people, people think showers are inherently sexy and they're not. And here we go. Steamers Boy toy cover oh my gosh so this is very pop art it is very pop art good good point thank you um girl pretty close up with sunglasses and she's drinking like a like like, almost like a boba tea without something and then you've got a muscular man kind of side-eyeing around the corner Mm -hmm. looking at her very blonde very he's supposed to be like a hemsworth brother maybe and uh she's got a very she looks very tanned and elegant and definitely looks like a business lady for sure. What do you think? Title uh, title is worse than the cover, but the cover is not the best. I agree. So, yeah, if, it, if it had a different title, I think I'd be more intrigued by the cover. But I am intrigued by the description, so okay. I'll give it a one out of three. Okay. Now we're almost done. Ooh. You're holding in. Great. We've got one Perfect. left. One more. One left. Uh-huh. Final lap. Final lap. Here we go. I think, well, let me see. Do I want to give you the full, a uh, little more description or a short? I will say I probably do better when you have a shorter description. Okay, well, here we go. A delightful hashtag own voices. That's what it says in there. A delightful hashtag own voices queer rom-com about a free-spirited social media astrologer. <laughs> Sorry, I can't say with a straight face. Who agrees to fake a relationship with an uptight actuary until New Year's Eve with results not even the stars could predict. No, <laughs> I don't like astrology stuff. So I think it's so stupid. Mm, yes. I don't think I could hold it together. To Christina it. Lauren says, well, those two women, yeah. I was hooked from the very first page. Well, Christina and Lauren don't know what they're talking about. This is by, like, okay, and this is called Written in the Stars by Alexandria Bellefleur. Okay, title is better. I like constellation stuff, but I don't like astrology. Yeah, and the lady who wrote Get a Life, Chloe Brown, Talia Hibbert, says, Everything I want from a rom-com, fun, whimsical, sexy. No. And here's your title. You've got Written in the Stars, you've got, you've got some constellations, and then you've got, uh, it looks like Seattle mm-hmm. skyline with a very Ariel-esque oh, looking yeah. woman. Is so red. With a kind of tangled looking woman, shorter hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are embracing, holding hands. Well, you, you know, I like their dresses. It. Though one is green, green and yeah. one is a and the scarf yellow. Yeah, oh, yeah, the scarf. The red scarf is really trying to and show the look, connection to the right hair. And they look very, very. In I love. feel like they're actually in love. It's not fake. Yeah, it looks real. So I, something happens between mm-hmm. this fake relationship through. It seems like maybe a whole year. Who, who do knows? you think is the astrologist? 
Um, I think it's the redhead. I think girl. it's redhead girl for sure. <laughs> Actuary would never have red hair like that. Yeah. So anyway, what do you think? What do I you... think the cover is a go for me. I think okay. it does intrigue me. I like the constellation stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the title, but it's the description I can't do. I would pick it up. I'd read the description. And I'd be like, back. Nah, 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 thank you. All right. So I feel like what would you say? Like if I let me go through the title yeah, again, and then we'll say let me, yes. Let's or look no. at them together. You say yes or no too, because okay. I'm gonna get you to give yours. A faux love story. You know, I I would give it a go. Okay, so that's a yes. Mm-hmm. I think I would too. Yes. So count count yours, not yeah. count mine. Okay. Okay. The love square. Mm, what did I? I said no to that. I don't right. Remember what you said. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna just say no. I'm gonna say no. Much Ado About You, the bookstore. I, I said yes to this one. The title, the cover's not the best, but the description seems pretty good. I'm, I think I'm a no. Okay. Happy Singles Heck Day. no. I think I'm a yes. Ew, Haley, come on. Oh, I think it's fun because they're both, like, uh, happy in their life. Okay. Shift, yes. I would say yes. That mm-hmm. looks so cute. Love Songs for Skeptics? No. no. Ten Rules for Faking It? I said yes to this one. I think I'm intrigued by it, but the cover is The cover is so me. bad. So I'm going to say no. Um, truth, lies, and second dates. I said yes to this one. Okay. How to fail at flirting. I said yes. I will probably say yes to this. The flip side. Yes, but the cover is bad. Yes. The boy toy. I said one out of three, but I, I don't know if I would actually read it. Okay, Maybe. So no. No. I'll do and no. And written in the stars. I would probably read it. Okay. So, yeah, I'm kind of intrigued by that one, but I think I might say Oh, wait, no. No, no astrology is no. Yeah, just yeah, kidding. Yeah. I was basing it off the cover for a second. Yeah, yeah, I know. The cover is The cover yeah. is intriguing. You're like, wow, Just yeah. kidding, just kidding. Like, no. I, no, I literally said no So to I would say five. And I said seven. Wow, I think that's really encouraging because I, I think I'm a little more picky since I am a little more well-versed mm-hmm. in this genre. However, I'm so happy that you, like, are going for it. You're open to it. I was and... trying to open my mind, you know, to be a little more yes. open to them. yes. So yes. if you want to look at this list yourself, it's on bibliolifestyle.com. Yes. Um, and you can also just look up any of these ones on Goodreads as well. That's something that we love to do is look on Goodreads, see the average rating, how many ratings, and the average. So we can get a good percentage of how many people have read it and what they like about it. For sure. And I think this is a really great way to celebrate the romance that is Valentine's mm-hmm. Day and try something new. And what's funny is they say 12 romance novels to read on Valentine's Day. So they're anticipating that you can read 12 books on the 14th. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's if you're single. <laughs> that is. All right. Well, if you are wanting to know what we are currently reading, we will let you know. We'll right let you know. know right now. So um, what are you currently reading? Well, I'll tell you. So I finished A Little Life. Yes. And I am currently reading. Okay. So I'm not reading Crawdads, which was I'm what I had said you. last week. Well, this is why, because I got a book from the library and I cannot renew it. I have like a week to read it. Um, so I'm reading Mexican Gothic by Silvia Moreno Garcia, which we've talked about before is Goodreads winner, um, was in the top four book of the month and it is a horror so far, guys, to be honest, not that scary, not feeling it, oh, not really feeling it. It doesn't, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that it goes somewhere I'm not expecting and I want to dive right in deep into it. But for right now, I'm not really that intrigued by it. Hmm. Yeah, so we'll see. Disappointing so far. Mm-hmm. If you like it, I'll probably get it from my library and give it a try. Okay, sounds good. All right. What are you currently reading? So I'm currently reading Until I Met You by Terry Ferris. Yay! Um, which I think we've mentioned before, but is a um, relative via marriage of Haley's. And I guess kind of roughly of mine via blood via marriage. Mm-hmm. Related somehow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but it's the second book in her series, Restoring Heritage, about 
um, various characters in this small town and how they restore it to glory and also all fall in love with each other. Yeah, it's super cute. So it's super cutesy and romantic. And honestly, like, the book is so easy to read. It flows so well. She is a great author. She's so good. And, like, I just open the book and literally from page one, I'm just, like, hooked in. I just, like, want to keep reading it. But I started reading it on a time where I've been working a lot, so I haven't had a chance to, like, really dive deep. Well, maybe your Valentine's rom-com is finishing until I met you. I know. Maybe. That would suck. Because <laughs> I started it, like, last week. Yeah, but still, it's it's a rom. It's, like, romantic it is, it is and romantic. it's cute. And so, nice, and that's yeah. the end of my month of my favorites extending into February. So, after that, I'm kind of free to read whatever books <sighs> I want. I still have two to go. <laughs> so, I can read whatever. And I feel like, I don't know, there's so many books from Christmas that I kind of want to read. But mm. we'll see what I end up choosing. You got some book of the month? I do have a oh, too. Yes. Well, Online. obviously, you guys will be updated next week of what Maddie ended up deciding to read. Yes. And we um, really hope you guys have a great weekend. Happy Valentine's Day. And Biblio Lifestyle says happy Palentine's Day if oh. you want to celebrate pals. Interesting. That's fun. <laughs> and just spending time with your friends. Also, if you are Super Carlin Brothers, happy Ispan Pavia Day. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> showing my nerd. Not a sponsor. That's so specific. <laughs> Um, Anyway, just hope you guys have a really great weekend, and we'll be back at you next Friday. All right. Thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. But I think this year, since, Mad, this is your first time... So, Madsen's.